So we, that's why, that's where the spiritual aspect comes in. So when we pray, we have authority in the spirit. Come on. We don't have much authority on the guns, but mm. we can affect things in the spirit. And once we affect things in the spirit, it may take a little while. Like the Bible says, if you suffered a little bit, but God will come in and restore you. In other words, we pray, we bind things, we come break on. the power of the devil, we mm. fight against these spiritual principalities, mm. then eventually it will trickle down and make its way to the physical life we have on earth. Because life is very spiritual. And everything we do on earth is has a, a spiritual component and is directed somehow from the spiritual realm. So Christians should not be afraid of praying. That's the most important thing. That, mm. that will paralyze the powers of the devil and the plans of the enemy. And eventually, this will show in the physical realm. So, so good. Mm. I wanted to ask you, Pastor Henry, wow, this is all just incredible, incredible information and revelation. Um, how could Christians like us in the West help? I'm, I'm like, I feel, you know, anxious at times because I'm doing these live streams. I'm traveling. I was just in Arizona preaching. I'm going to my church. I'm preaching on Sunday. I'm with my family here in my home. And I feel almost a sense of guilt. Like I'm over here. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful for what God has done in my life and God is doing. But then there's a broken part of me that says, man, God, I know you're a God of justice. You're a God of righteousness. You're a God that says we need to step up and help the oppressed and the poor outside of, I know, of course, giving and all this stuff helps, but what could we do? What could we target and what would you want to say to Christians in the West and around the world that are watching this tonight about what's happening in Ukraine that maybe they don't know or haven't heard? Maybe give us some guidance on stuff we could pray for you guys, specifically in Ukraine. You know, what could we do? I think this war is going to have phases. Now, the original phase was the, the very beginning of the war and with so many refugees. And mm. that's why people now are running to help the refugees. But this is phase number one. Wow. And so everybody's running around refugees, which is so important. But that's phase number one. Phase number two, what there are so many family splits. You know, you have a mother and children going to Europe and their husband is here. And from the history of wars, they say 20 to 30 percent of these families may never come together again and that's a big prayer point because those families may be split forever so in other words as pastors we know that and now we are working very hard to make sure we locate every mother every child to make sure when this thing is over somehow we help them to come back so we don't have a situation where there's a massive split of families number two the restructuring, because we need to pray for restoration. Mm. Because when this thing is over, so many, so much has been destroyed. In some cities, people have no place to go back to. A young guy from our worship team, he was watching on the news. His house, his building, a high-rise building, was hit by a rocket and destroyed. Wow. And he was watching it on the news. He was weeping with his wife. Now, if you tell him to come back to give, he has no way to come back to in other words, we need to pray that when this thing is over, the restoration process will be good. And one very important thing, the protection of the churches. 
Mm. There have been two churches that I know of that have been burned down. Rockets came into the church buildings. And we are praying that God protects the church buildings in Ukraine. So they are not destroyed and they are not burned down. That's a very important issue. And for the pastors, some of them will be targets for the Russians. If ever the Russians take over Ukraine, many influential men and women may either be arrested, silenced, or something happens to them. So we need to pray for the protection of the pastors. And because, and also for President Zelensky, you know, there are so many people who didn't like him before this. Uh, but I think this is the moment why he was elected president. Yeah. The other issues, he wasn't doing it too good, but this particular one, that's his moment. And we need mm-hmm. to pray for his protection. We need to pray that he has an encounter with Jesus. He's getting closer and closer because he wasn't too much into uh, like Jesus or the Bible so much, but now he's getting closer and closer and closer. We want him to get an encounter with Jesus so Jesus may become his Lord and Savior because it's only Jesus who will save Ukraine. Because in Ukraine, people have this, they say this, uh, when they meet to make sure you are Ukrainian, they said Slava Ukraini, which means glory to Ukraine. Mm. So we want that changed. We don't want glory to Ukraine. We want glory to Come Jesus, on. glory Come to on. God. Come on. So that needs to change because that's idolatry to some point mm-hmm. and it may eventually spoil the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, and also there's so much, I mean, people have been using so much foul language in Ukraine recently. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bible does say we should not allow foul language from us. Come on. So it's like the whole nation is into foul language. And that too needs to be cleansed. We are, we are praying and thinking of how can we approach this to ask the government to remove that foul language. It's just too much everywhere. Mm-hmm. So wow. if you can pray for us in that direction, that would be so helpful. And that would give a lot of help to the people. Pastor Henry, you have been such a major blessing to us tonight. Guys, if you don't know, it is almost 5, well, it is 5 a.m. now for Pastor Henry. He got up at probably 3 in the morning, 3.30 to get ready for this call. Pastor Henry, just before we get you off here, again, I want to say we value you. I'm going to send you a love offering as well tomorrow. I'm going to go to the bank. Um, what is your plan? I guess the last question I would have for you is what is your plan going forward? Are you staying in Kiev? Do you have plans to move somewhere else? What is your plan for the coming days ahead? I know it's changing rapidly, but what do you, what do you feel is going to be... What your plan is going to be? Well, in Kiev, things are changing rapidly, but my plan is not changing at all. Mm. <laughs> I'm staying in Kiev. I'm planning to be here. I, people have called me from all over the world. I mean, they're telling me, Pastor Henry, please, can you leave? Can we, we can help you evacuate? No, I think I'm staying here. I sent my family to Western Ukraine and in Uzgar, they are safe, but I'm here in Kiev. Was, the bigger part of the church is still in Kiev. I cannot wow. leave them behind. Number two, we need to set up strategic points to help the people. And I have to be around and to be praying and fasting here in Kiev. That's very important. So I'll be here and I'm going to stay here. And 
I'll be here. <laughs> That's the whole plan. <laughs> wow. Pastor, I don't know, Vlad, if you want any closing thoughts here. I want to keep you on, Vlad, because I want to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about your fund after. But, Pastor, thank you so much for being on. Our Pastor, I just want you to know our platform is open to you at any time. Anytime you want to come on and share, uh, preach, whatever we can do, we're here to help you, whatever you need. I'm going to, if you don't mind, text you later. Vlad gave me your contact. But, man, Pastor Henry, we love you. We appreciate you. We thank you so much for what you're doing on the ground there, you know, from the U.S to you. We just want to say we love you. We appreciate you that you are a legend and a general in the kingdom of God. And we honor you um, for what you're doing and for what God is doing through you tonight. Thank you very much, Isaiah. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, Pastor Vlad. And thank you for this privilege. And thank you to everybody who's watching. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Henry. You have a great night. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, Vlad, I wanted you to talk a little bit about the fund and about the fundraising. Cause guys, again, I shared in the beginning, my wife and I are going to be giving $5,000 from our savings. We're the first one that's going to be giving tonight. And I want to challenge all of our viewers to give 100% every dime is going towards helping refugees and helping those in Ukraine. Some of you keep spamming. Well, how are you guys going to get food if the supply chains are closed? Vlad has already talked about that. But Vlad, for those that are just jumping in, there's about 4,000 watching. What are some things you guys are buying? What are some things you guys are seeing? We have a video we're going to play here in a second of testimonies of some of the ministries that are being helped. But tell us again, Vlad, about vans, bulletproof vans, some of the stuff for those that are just jumping in that you guys are using the money that we're sending um, on. So, um, first of all, those of you who know my ministry, you know, one thing is that I, I give all of my content for free. I've been doing that for the last few years. So I have no desire to, um, to, you know, to grow the ministry because of that. And I wasn't even planning to do a fund. The moment war broke out, uh, some people reached out and they sent, um, I think Isaiah, you were one of them, reached yeah. out some finances. And honestly, that forced me to, okay, who do I know on the ground? So I start going through my contacts and start reaching out one after another. Um, then people start telling me, like, for example, in Kiev, hey, we're out of food. We don't have any more food. So if you send funds, we can't buy food right now. We can only buy food maybe in a week or two weeks. And so um, we've pretty much supported, I think, three churches right now in Kiev. And so what are they doing is a lot of them still have some other, for example, they're getting a, a renting a place so that all the people who don't have houses can come and live. And mm-hmm. then we're sent, we're sending a, uh, a truck from another Western part of Ukraine to bring food to Kiev, as well as, um, there is a team that has built over, and I have the statistic in front of me who has built over, um, 100, who have 50 government orphanages that they have started. And what they're doing right now is we also send resources to them. They're actually taking the kids out of the orphanages, um, out of there. Uh, we right now also helped with um, Awakening Europe Ministry with Ben Fitzgerald uh, with over uh, $30,000. And they have about 40 people. Uh, last week, I think up to 70 people on the border that crossed into Ukraine because there's a huge line of people waiting to get into Poland and they're feeding them and they're preaching the gospel. Like my goal is to make sure to only work with people who are also preaching the gospel because Mm. if people are just clothing and feeding, um, it's good. But if they're not talking about Jesus, because ultimately, you know, for some of these people, this may sound tragic, but for some of these people, there's a chance that they might not make it. 
yeah. uh, two, two, three more weeks, um, they might get, they might get killed. And so if they don't know Jesus, that's the most important miracle because we're not just a social, um, a social ministry. We are a gospel of ministry. And Come so on. there's a church, uh, the church of Christ in Poland right now that our team is partnering with. So we just bought them a van. So they have two vans. One of them broke down before our team came. So they drive three hours one way to the border. They wait for the trains to bring the refugees. They take them on the bus and then they take them three hours to their church. They have pretty much used every square inch of their church to house people in that. So people are sleeping there. People are uh, having church there. People are being fed there. And so we've sent a large sum of money to this church as well. And our team is on the ground right now, pretty much watching the operation, buying some more things. We brought medical equipment as well from the United States. Um, we also have set up stations in Rivne and Lviv. And for those of you who don't know the Ukraine map, it's the western part of Ukraine where Pastor Henry mentioned everybody's fleeing into. And so I think we've sent over $30,000 there to different ministries that we already know for last decade uh, who are faithful who are responsible and who are sending us footage they're loading truckloads of food uh, as well as um, there's a ministry in Romania right now that the pastor pretty much drives every day and takes refugees to his church and so we send some finances there as well so that he can pay for fuel because the fuel is going through the roof right now it's crazy how expensive the fuel is and it's affecting those people as well um with ben Fitzgerald's ministry awakening europe we just uh, our team just dropped off money to buy the bulletproof van that will drive into ukraine and this is not for the show this is for protection so that the people they're bringing are not being destroyed and killed. There's also Moldova, in Moldova, the bishop with 400 churches, there's, there's hosting refugees. So we're also in partnership with them financially, as well as in Odessa, as well as there's a gentleman whose wife and their missionary couple. I know their nephew, a youth pastor in Massachusetts area. And so, and I saw the similar last name. I didn't connect the dots and I spoke for this youth pastor before. So he just texted me before the stream and he's like, thank you for supporting my uncle. So the guy by himself literally used up all the money that he had as a missionary and had no money to buy gas to bring refugees. He would take five, six hours to drive into the deep of war and come back and bring refugees. But the problem is that his van was empty going back. And he's like, I want to load it with food. I want to load it with groceries. But he's like, I don't have any money to buy for even fuel. And so we wired him $10,000 and then we're going to send more. As the more finances come in, the moment we see our team meets these people that are in Poland, which is another reason why they went there, is to actually see these people that we're supporting also, what is being done, meet them face to face and bring also some finances. Then we're going to be continuing to support it because it's not going to end today or tomorrow. We want to actually build a place in Poland where people from America can come and help refugees like um, like an Airbnb where people can come and help there. And we also want to develop right now, we're working on developing some kind of a system where people who want to support refugee families from the United States directly, or they want to keep in contact with these families that we can create some kind of a system. So our team is on the ground studying the, the whole situation and figuring everything out. And so 100% of all the donations are going to be sent in there. Um, and we're vetting these teams and these nonprofits. Uh, mainly they are pastors or evangelists that we have worked with and they're very 
very respectable, very trustworthy. A lot of them, they sat in jail for the cause of Christ during communism. So that this is not, they didn't start the ministry yesterday. Like Pastor Henry, he's been there since uh, 1986. Pretty much the year I was born, he was already wow. ministering in Ukraine. And so we also sent 10,000 to Pastor Henry's ministry. And after this live stream, we're going to send another uh probably 10 or even 20 uh, because they're helping in Western Ukraine and also helping in Kiev. And so it's a lot of work on our end. I have quite a few volunteers day and night trying to figure out the banking accounts and vetting and getting footage as well so that we can stay accountable. So we sent email once a week with updates on where the money went, uh, showing photos and all of this stuff, because I want to be also very transparent, very accountable. And so that people on the ground can also feel a part of what is happening there. So good. And I want to say for some of you, you say, man, it's the least I can do, but it's also the most you can do. For some of you yeah. that are working jobs here in the U.S., you can't get on a plane and go on the border and help, but you can send your finances, which is what me and my wife are doing. We're going to continue to do. This will not be the only time we give. We gave before. We're going to give again, and we're going to keep giving on a regular basis. So we are challenging you guys to do that. I'm going to share a video with you guys as well. I want to give you guys one verse to think about in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. And guys, listen to what this says here. This should bring conviction to all of us. But if anyone has the world's goods, okay, think about what he's saying. If anyone has the world's goods and sees a brother who is in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? So John is asking us this question. How do you have money? How do you have resources? You see a brother in need and you close your heart. How does God's love abide in you? And then he says this, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. Here's what John is saying. It's not enough that we just say, oh, we're Christian. It's not enough that we say, oh, we, we help people. We want to help. But John says, how could you have the world's goods, see somebody in need, not help them, and then say you have the love of God? He says, no, don't just love in word and talk. We're not just having a podcast for an hour just so we can talk because we're bored. He goes, no, actually love in deed and in truth. So actually do something. And thankfully, honestly, for us, it's easy that we can just give to Vlad's fund and they're working all the finances out. You don't have to even worry. You can literally just give and they're working the finances out. And if you know me or Vlad, we never get on here and say, we need to raise money. We need you guys to give. We always say every stream, if you want to give, you can. It's not required. But I'm asking you guys tonight to go over and above to sow into this because it's a real thing happening. I've been banning people all night long because people are ignorant. They really believe that nothing's going on. This is all made up. And that is like, I wouldn't even go into that because I'll just start ranting here and get in the flesh. But it's it's delusion and beyond delusion to think that this is all made up and nothing's really happening. We are tonight had a pastor on that's in Kiev. And as he's on our live, there's sirens going on out his window. As he's on our live, there's sirens going on because there's a Russian plane flying by or there's, you know, raids going on. And he just said he was filming his sermon for Wednesday and there's bombs going off as he's filming his Wednesday sermon. So guys, we really need to wake up in these last days. Like there, this is no joke. This is no game. This is the largest humanitarian crisis since World War II. And it's actually out, it's outweighing that now with two million as of today, 2 million refugees. These are real people. And Vlad just said, they're buying church vans that are bulletproof. Like, just think about that for a second. Let that sober you up. Mm -hmm. Bulletproof church vans. Because these guys are driving all night long, all day, picking up people in Ukraine, driving back, sleeping in their car, and then driving all night again. And they're doing this back and forth. And so, again, guys, it's unfathomable. It, it, it's uh, it's beyond my comprehension, beyond my understanding that there's real people right now going through this. 
but I can't sit by and just act like this is not happening and just continue on with our podcast and our live streaming and all the stuff we do. This is major. It's not minor. It's major. And we need to take a part. So I want to do this. I want to roll a six minute video, um, of some of the stuff that they're giving to some of the stuff they're helping some pictures from on the ground here. And then we'll jump back on for another two, three minutes before we end. So everybody just pay attention to the screen here and just watch this video real quick. Thank you, every person who has donated toward Ukraine fund. We see in the book of Acts chapter 11, verse 29 and 30, it says, Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This they also did and sent to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're seeing the need and we're meeting that need by giving according to our ability. Here at Vladimir Subject Ministries, we take an extra step, make sure that all the donations will go to its rightful places. We're doing a vetting and calling these ministries and nonprofits and these missions that are in Ukraine, Moldova and Poland and make sure that these funds are being spent for the purpose of Ukraine relief. We're also going there to bring the funds as well and to minister to local people there. Our trips, lodging and food is not being covered by this fund. We just wanted to let you know and be assured that we're going to do everything that we can make sure that people receive these resources. Thank you for trusting us and God bless you. Служение Hungry Generation церковь. Я Рустам Фрутулаев, старший пастор церкви Скини, глава совета церкви Скини. Просто благодарю вас искренне за поддержку и помощь, которую вы оказываете, материальную помощь, которую вы оказываете церкви. Наша церковь сейчас в ней находится более ста человек, проживает матери с детьми. Как бы мы поддерживаем, кормим, все делаем, чтобы чтобы люди не оставались в нужде. Церковь сегодня занимается тем, чем и должна заниматься. Служит Богу и служит людям. Огромное еще раз спасибо. Очень любим вас. Молитесь о нас, потому что даже сейчас, когда я записываю это обращение, сейчас идет обстрел, и все мы прячемся в бомбоубежище. My name is Slavik Golovatyuk. I'm a founder of Solid Rock Mission. And I, we have been working in Ukraine for the last 10 years. I just want to say a special thank you message to Vladimir Savchuk's ministry that contributed $10,000 uh, in support to Ukraine humanitarian aid. Uh, we are able to pay for medical supplies. We are able to pay for food, uh, assisting families to move and relocate as they go as refugees. Uh, those who lost their homes, those that have no food, our missionaries are distributing food, distributing uh, assistance, uh, driving people to, uh, to homes and to shelters, uh, and also providing medical assistance to the hospitals. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's such a privilege to partner with you. Uh, we're also assisting people in Poland on the side of Ukraine and on the Poland border and in Romania. So we just want to thank you for your support. We thank you for your blessing and thank you for your partnership of this. My name is Vera Fedorczyk. My husband and I have had a privilege of leading Agape International Ministries since 2004, helping orphans in Ukraine in the government-run orphanages. Our main vision and goal was to bring the word of God to these children. We would love to thank Vladimir Savchuk Ministries for a generous donation of $10,000 towards Agape. This money will greatly help us to continue taking care of the orphans 
during this difficult time of war. Thank you so much to all of those who donated towards this ministry. This money is helping a lot. Please continue to pray for the people of Ukraine, for their emotional and physical health, and God bless you. Guys, my name is Ben Fitzgerald. We're here at the border of Ukraine and Poland with Awakening Europe. We've got a team here. Many, many other people have joined us from other ministries around the world. It's been amazing, phenomenal. And one ministry that supported us has been you guys, Hungry Jen and Vlad Savchuk. Thank you so, so deeply, my friend. And for all of you who've given, because we are literally seeing lives transformed here. We had huge favor with the government today with the border crossing. We can go into the Ukraine right at the border and feed people, give them blankets and give them the gospel. And people weep when we just give them the track that says, Jesus, it says, fear not for I am with you. Love Jesus. You know, they weep as they read this. And we're seeing people receive our king and be fed, sanitized and getting them to safe accommodation on the other side of the border in Europe in different places. So thank you. Keep donating. Keep praying for us. It's so effective. Bless you guys. We'll give you more updates soon. Приветствую вас. Особая благодарность Владимиру Савчуку и его команде, что помогает нам в это сложное время, и мы можем помогать людям. Greetings to everyone, and we have special thanks to Vladimir Savchuk for their help, and that we now can help these people in this country. Пусть Господь вас обильно благословит. Let the God bless you. Мы помогаем людям. We help people. Мы раздаем продуктовые пакеты. We give them food. Мы помогаем людям выехать за границу. Мы вместе одна команда. Пусть вас Господь благословит. All right, guys, so that's some of the people that are being helped, some of the ministries. Some of you guys recognize some of these ministries that Vlad's team is helping in the fund. And again, I want to remind you guys, Vlad didn't even think of or didn't um, plan to set up a fund. It kind of just happened. And so now they're able to funnel resources into places that desperately need help, um, specifically on the border of Ukraine, on the Polish border where Vlad's, some of his team is right now ministering. So I want to challenge you guys now. Guys, very, very, very important. Do not give to my PayPal. Do not give to my website. Do not give to my Venmo. If you do, I'll reroute it to Vlad, but please don't do that, okay? Please make sure you're giving on the link, pastorvlad.org slash Ukraine. I have the link pinned in the comments. I'm going to spam it again. It's everywhere. So, guys, it's not Cash App. It's not Venmo. It's not PayPal. Now, some of you are like, well, I already gave to your PayPal. Don't worry. I'm going to look at all my PayPal tonight and make sure that I give that to this fund here. So, I'll I'll do that for you guys, but please don't do that for tax purposes, for uh, financial integrity purposes. It's not okay for you to give to me than me give there. So, please just give directly there. Again, if you accidentally already gave on my PayPal, I'll route it to Vlad. It's no problem.
problem. But going forward, please make sure that you guys are giving on Vlad's website to this. Um, it's major. Again, guys, it's not minor. It's not like a little thing. It's a ma- massive humanitarian crisis. And the throne of God is justice and mercy. Justice and righteousness. Justice. God is the God of justice. So we need to make sure that we are also people of justice and we're helping those that are oppressed. If you don't believe this, go read your Bible. We have to help those that are oppressed, those that are hurting. In fact, the Bible says those that are hurting and um, needy as if it was happening in your own body. Like, feel the pain they're feeling in your own body. Those that are being oppressed and hurt. So, it's Major Vlad. Any closing words um, before we jump off here tonight? Yeah, I'm going to read the verse in... um in Acts chapter 12 and I really felt that um, you know before Apostle Paul was actually called after they fasted in Acts chapter 13 uh, the Bible says that um, actually it was Acts chapter 12 that they um, I can't find that okay right here Acts chapter 11 and it says this um, uh, verse 27 it says and in these days prophets came from jerusalem to antioch and then one of them that named agabus stood up and showed by the spirit that there is going to be a great famine throughout the world which which happened also in the days of claudius caesar then the disciples each according to his ability determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in judea mm. this they did also and sent it to the elders by the hands of barnabas and saul and so, honestly, Paul's first ministry was not just preaching the gospel. He was actually carrying the relief funds that were collected by believers in Antioch. Wow. Uh, it, this was Antioch. And based on the prophecy, there was no crisis yet. There was just a prophecy of the coming crisis. Mm. And, you know, they didn't just say, well, you know, like as long as the gospel is preached, people speak in tongues, get healed, that's fine. But disciples, they decided to each according to his ability. And so some of us, honestly, maybe we can't give it all. I just want to encourage you, just pray. Take a day tomorrow to fast. If you are able to give, give according to your ability. Don't give, you know, what you don't put it anything on the credit card. But if God puts on your heart to give according to your ability, and then what we're doing is that we're sending it to brethren dwelling right now in Poland, in Moldova, in those countries that people are fleeing, as well as people in Ukraine. Some of these people you have never met. Some of them you might never meet until we go to heaven. Uh, but honestly, like I, I come from that country and this ha- this is, you know, my people. So it's a lot more dearer to me. That's why I'm willing to go even you know, sleepless nights just to kind of make sure that it's all organized and everything is done properly. And then you're pretty much what we're doing is we're sending it by the hands of Vlad and his team. And for those of you who know on my ministry, you know, one thing that in this area, I try to be as clean and as pure as I possibly can, sometimes even go an extra mile. Um, and so, and I know this is huge for me because I've never asked for money. Um, so we kind of put it out there and we're going to give you updates weekly on what is being spent what we are, what we are sending, some needs we are facing. So, um, you can trust us and thank you for trusting us for that. And I believe that we're going to help uh, the people who are refugees. Um, can this stop the war? Only God can stop the war. Um, can this bring salvation to people? This can help to open the door and people who are bringing these help. 
They are preaching the gospel. That's one thing that I want you to be assured of. We're not sponsoring some other, I mean, honestly, God bless Red Cross and all of these places, but we're sending it through local churches who are handing out Bibles, who are preaching people, telling people about Jesus Christ. Like our team today were praying for the sick on the streets. Uh, they went, the refugees that came in, they were preaching the gospel to these refugees and so, and the teams that we're working with. So I just want to say thank you guys for letting us do that and thank you for uh, praying and caring for this. I understand not every war, not every problem, we can always go in. But there are those where God moves upon your heart and that information comes in front of you that you have to react. And if God puts on your heart to do that, uh, make sure you do that. If you don't and you feel, believe all of this propaganda that all, all of this is fake, hey, could you at least pray? Could you yeah. at least pray? And so don't give, but just pray at least. Do something so that we can see peace and we can see the stopping of the bloodshed. So good. And this is, you know, for us in two years of streaming, this is our first time ever doing a charity stream where we're asking you guys to give to a, and it's, I say charity, but to this fund that's helping. And I, I told you, Vlad, I have such a special burden. My wife knows this. Know. You guys know this for the situation. I'm heart sick about this whole thing. I know I'm guys, like, I, I'm Isaiah, get on a plane, Isaiah, man. Isaiah almost went to Poland, <laughs> man. I'm just like, I'm, Isaiah I'm just almost burdened. Went to Poland, I'm burdened. His man. wife, his wife held him back and well, and I my mean, family I, and, and, uh, my own, uh, my own prayer of saying, okay, Lord, yeah. this is this the yeah, right you move? Need, and you I, need I didn't to, feel you it was at the season. Yeah, I didn't feel it was yeah. the right move at the season. Vlad was like, I think you can do more from where you're at than if you went. So yeah. we prayed about it, we talked about it, and we felt like this was the right thing to do was stay home. But I'm the guy that's like, let's go, let's do something. But we could send our finances, guys. We could use our yeah. platform to help people, and that's what we're doing here tonight. So again, the link is taking time to load because there's a couple thousand people clicking it. So guys, just let it load. It's normal. We're probably overbearing the server by a lot of you are saying it's finally going through now, but it's just because there's a lot of people clicking it. So just be patient with it. Again, don't go on Venmo or what. Go through this link. It really does help. Um, I think that's all we have, guys. I want to challenge you guys to give. I'm not going to do an after show where I talk and hang out and read donations. None of that. I want this to be just about Ukraine tonight and about this crisis. We have a lot of great stuff coming up. I'll be live Friday night. Vlad, will you be live Thursday this week? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be live Thursday, and I might actually have somebody from from the ground um, already because we were planning to, guys. We were planning to bring our team live today, and they actually already were willing to stay. They came to the room around one one thirty a.m., so they were willing to stay live, pretty much stay awake till three a.m. to be live. But but today they went to the border. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. They they went to the border to pick up refugees, but the train didn't come. So they came back. And so, I mean, they, they met other refugees and everything. So they didn't have necessarily like a lot of story to share from today. And so I just told them honestly to go to sleep because I knew Pastor Henry's uh, story is going to be so powerful and impactful. So I think on Thursday, I'm going to have my wife and a few other people just to kind of share. Uh, but I'm going to talk about principalities. Awesome. So Thursday, Vlad will be live. I'll be live Friday. Uh, someone said, who's Isaiah? Does he have a channel? Yes. My name is Isaiah Saldivar. Um, I have a channel. My name's on screen and you can find me, whatever. doesn't matter. Just search Isaiah on YouTube. And then Vlad's link is also, I don't know. Did I put the links? I think I just put the links to this down below, but um, oh yeah, Vlad's I, link I is there think, as well. I think they crashed the website. Uh, but the website will, will reload. Let him just, uh, for those of you, just, uh, if, if the website is not loading, just, just wait for, uh, for a few minutes. It will reload. Yeah. I'm trying it as well to see. I think it's just because so many people are clicking on it. I mean, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. Right. Um, so yes. 
All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to sign off here. We love you guys. I'll be live Friday. Vlad will be live Thursday. And we'll be definitely doing more stuff together. We'll keep you guys posted. And we'll possibly post how much we raised tonight if we can get that exact number in the next day or whatever. We'll do that. But love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Continue to give. The link's there. We will see you guys soon. God bless. Thank you. See you guys.